Okay, Mark Rabbi welcome everyone. Today's Shira and Tefillah is sponsored by our good friend Rabbi Sal Rose of Los Angeles, Leon Nishmas, his brother, Svi Ben Levi Yitzchak, Shom Shaman Aliyah, Shvil Meos Yoshev, Rishol Mishpacha, Abi Askol Sadak. We're continuing in Hoidu. We mentioned that Hoidu appears in Devei Hayamim. It was composed by David HaMelech, who gave it over to Asaf to sing it in the Mikdash upon the return of the Aroin. And the first part of Hoidu they sang by the Tomid Shel Shachar, and the second part of Hoidu they sang by the Tomid Shel Ben Harbayim. And we explained that might... Uh, be a rationale for Nosuch Sfarad of why they say Haidu before Psukid Zimra because technically it's connected to Karbanis. But we move on in the Tefillah. We explain Haidu is not just gratitude but committing oneself to study the greatness, the elevation, and the eminence of Hashem. Kiru Bishmai is the practice of the Avais to be Vayikra B'Shem Hashem. Haidu Vamam Liloisov. Shiru Loi It's not enough to sing, there has to be the right thoughts. Sichu b'chol nefloisav, you have to speak about all of Hashem's wonders. Yismach le'mavakshe Hashem, last week we discussed the joy of seeking out Hashem. And now, finally, the question is, who has to do this? Hoidu l'Hashem, kiru v'shmoi, hoidu v'amim ali lo'isav, shiru lo'i, zamru lo'i, who? The Indians? The, the, uh, the Native American Indians have to thank Hashem? Who has to thank Hashem? The Eskimos? So now the Pasuk says, Zera Yisrael Avdoi, B'nei Yaakov Bechirav. The seed of Israel, his servants, sons of Jacob, his, his chosen ones. Meaning, the admonition of give thanks, make known, sing, talk, glory, rejoice, inquire, seek, remember. These are addressed to Zera Yisrael Avdoi and B'nei Yaakov Bechirav. Because we're Zoycha to these two titles, we're Zera Yisrael, and we're B'nai Yaakov, so we have these obligations. Now here's the thing, we're called Zerah Yisrael. Why do we use the word Zerah? Says Harav Avigdor Miller, Zechatzak Levracha. A seed. Asher Zaroi Boy Lemineo has its own kind, meaning uh, the seed has the DNA of the progenitor. And therefore, because we're the seed of Israel, we resemble Israel. We resemble Yaakov Avinu. We bear the characteristics and the virtues of our forefathers. And because we have been bestowed all the greatness of the Aves HaKadoshim, we have the great obligation to especially thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And part of that is you have to thank Hashem that he made you Zerah Yisrael. That Hashem ingrained in our spiritual DNA the inherited traits of the Avais, like Rav Chaim Velazhner says in Perkei Avais. Asara Doirois Meinoyach Viyad Avram Asara Nesioinois Nisnase Avraham Avinu. Where Rav Chaim Velazhner is bothered, why? When we refer from Noach to Avram, he's called Avram, but when we talk about his tests, he's called Avraham Avinu. Says Ruchayim Velazhenu, because any test that the Avais passed, they bequeathed that spiritual attainment to their descendants. So part of the gratitude we have to have to Hashem is that He made us the Zara Avram. He created us as B'nai Yaakov B'chirav. This is something that we always have to show gratitude to Hashem. 
Now there's a sefer called Avoidas Hatamid of Rebelisha Chaviliyav. I know I I've uh, I could tell that you've been wanting to hear Chidushim from the sefer Rebelisha Chaviliyav, so that's why it's on the sheet today. And he has an amazing diok. Why does it appear? Why does it start? And then like in the middle of nowhere it says, oh by the way, you know who has to do all of this? Zera Yisrael Avdoi B'nei Yaakov So he says like this, let's count up. Haydu Lashem, one. Kiru B'Shmoi, two. Haydiu V'amim Aliloi Sav, three. Shirulai, fourth command. Zamrulai, fifth command. Sichu B'chon Defloi Sav, sixth command. His Hallelu B'Shem Kodshoi, seven. Yisvach Leivim rejoice, eight. Dirshu Hashem Uzai, seek out God, His strength and His might. Bakshu fun of Tomit, seek out His face always. Zichru Nefloisav Asher Osa, remember His wonders. Moivsav, right? Zichru Nefloisav Asher Osa, Moivsav Umishvatefiyu. So these are 12 commands. The 12 commands are commanded to Zera Yisrael Avda B'nei Yaakov Echirov, namely to the descendants, the 12 Shvatim. These are 12 types of Hilulim to kining, kling to Hashem. Who should cling? The 12 Shvatim. There's an amazing Chidah in Divrei Hayamim, in the Chaim Anach. By the way, the Chidah's yard site is coming up very soon. Who knows when the Chidah's yard site is? I believe it's Yud Aleph, Yud Aleph, uh, Adar. It's a good thing when we were by the Chida last uh, Adar, last uh, January, we went in about five times because, you know, it's been a while. So we had to really uh, store up. But the Chida writes in the Chaim HaSanach HaDivrei Hayamim that the Tashbates taught that why is, why is Yisrael called Yisrael? Raise your hand if your name is Yisrael. Hmm. What? Somebody's raising their hands? Okay, no. No Yisraels. Raise your hand if you're a member of B'nai Yisrael. Ah, it's amazing. All the people whose uh, image I don't see, it, but they're raising their hands. I could tell. Okay, so the Chaim HaSanach the says that the word Yisrael is a Rashi Tevais for Yaakov, Yitzchak, Shin is Sarah, Reish is Rachel and Rivka, Aleph is Avram, Lamed is Leah. Yisrael is a Rashi Tevais for all the Avois and the Imahis. That's why we're called B'nai Yisrael. So, the reason why we're called Zera Yisrael, says the Chidah, is because all of Klal Yisrael is Marumaz. B'nai Yaakov B'chirav. That's a remiss to the idea that Yaakov Avinu is Loimais. And now we come to one of the most interesting things I ever heard from Rabbi Victor Miller, I heard this from him personally. He said, Hu Hashem Eloikeinu. This is the next Pasuk in Hoidu. Hu Hashem Eloikeinu. He is Hashem, our God. Bechol Ha'aretz Mishpatav. In all the world are His judgment. Let's study this. He is Hashem. What does it mean, He is Hashem? 
the one who made all of these wonders and kindness to our forefathers, Hashem, the Yud Kevavke, the special name that we know him as, Eloi Kenu, he's ours. He's our God. Now that doesn't mean we own him. It doesn't denote ownership, says Reb Miller. Let's see over here. Not ownership merely denotes the object of the verb, as opposed to yadenu our hand, which is possessive. In the case of roy einu our shepherd, it's a one-way relationship from the shepherd to us, or roy einu, the one who sees us. So Yadenu is, it's a one-way relationship. We possess the hand, but the hand doesn't own us. Our God means He possesses us as His people and His servants who recognize His divinity and His power. And we possess Him. That He is our special God. He gives us special Hashgacha Pratis. And now we are about to come to the second most important principle in the entire Tyra. You hear this? We're about to come to the second most important principle in the whole Tyra. Hu Hashem Eloikeinu. He is our God. He gives us special Hashkacha Pratis. And in that guise, Bechal Ha'aretz Mishpatav. In all the world are His judgments. Meaning, Whatever God does in the whole world, anything that happens in the world, whatever you read about in the news, whatever you hear happens in the far-flung countries of the world, Bechal Ha'aretz Mishpatav, He's doing it as Eloikeinu, our God. That whatever happens in the world is only happening because of Klai Yisrael. Listen, this is a, 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 a subject and a principle that we enunciate who Hashem Eloikeinu. He is the Lord, our God. And in that capacity, He does everything in the world. God does not let anything happen in Iran only because of us. Whatever happens anywhere is only because of us. Says of Miller, in all the world there's judgments. Although He's particularly devoted to us by His specific providence, yet He judges and rules all the world. But whatever he does in all the world, he does as Hashem our God. For no misfortune comes upon the world except for the sake of Israel. You hear this? Nothing happens in the world. There, there's, a, there's a disaster in the Far East. There's a tornado. There's a tsunami. There's an earthquake. There's a volcanic eruption. Everything that happens in the world is only because of Klai. So the Gemara says in Yevamos, you have a boat. It's traveling from Galaya to Aspamia. Yisrael will only be prosperous because of the sake of Klai Yisrael. Whatever happens in the world only happens because of Klai Yisrael. Who Hashem He is our God, and in the capacity of the special God of Israel. Everything in the world occurs because of that. Now what does it mean? Now listen to this. This verse is the key to understanding all history. 
whatever happened in any country in the world ever happened because of Klal Yisrael. So it could be a very noble activity to learn history, provided that you know this principle. So if you know, in other words, if you're going to study French history and English history, but recognize and try to understand how it's all a setup and a backdrop for the hashkacha, the Jewish people. So this you're, you're studying the hand of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. This idea that whatever happens in the world happens on account of Klal Yisrael is brought out by the Briskarov from uh, the Gemara in the, in the beginning of Avodah Zarah. The Gemara says in Avodah Zarah, Doras Rabbi Chanina Bar Papa Vitema Rav Simlai, La'asid Lavai Mevi HaKadosh Baruch Hu Sefer Torah. In the future, God's going to take a Sefer Torah. Umanichai Bechekah, he's going to put it in his lap, Kabiachal, Ba'oymer, and he's going to say, Lemisha Asak Ba Yavi Toschai. You learn Torah, come and get your reward. Uh, all the guys are going to clamor to come to him. And Hashem says, no, 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 I don't like this uh, uh, disorder. I only like uh, orderly fashion. You need to come in an orderly fashion. So who comes first? The Gemara says, Rome comes first. And what does Rome do? Rome says, my time why Rome mishum de chashiva. Uminol de chashiva, how do you know they're important? The Gemara brings a raya that Rome is the most chashiv of all the umais. And the Gemara then proves that whoever is more chashiv goes and stands in judgment before God. So, Amar Lohem, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, God says to Rome, uh, you learned Torah, what did you learn? You learned Ksais you learned Shuvas Rebbe Kiva Eger, Shuvas You learned Chazoynish. You learned Maram Shif. What, what exactly did you learn? You learned Moser. You learned Shas and Poiskim. What do you mean you learned? You you made Colosseums. You wrestled with lions. What do you mean you learned? So Ram said, No, 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 Rebbeinu Shalom. We made a lot of stores. We made bathhouses. We amassed gold and silver. The Kulam Layasinu. Everything we did, Ella Bishvil Yisrael. For the Jewish people, could they say, Asko B'Toyra? So Hashem says, Shoytim Shaba'olam, you fools. Whatever you did, you did for yourself. You made stores to put your zainos. You made, uh, bathhouses to enjoy. You amassed gold and silver. Eh, all the money is mine. But you have no zeis. You have no Toyra. So, Rome come, leaves dejected. Then Persia enters before God. The Gemara says Persia is the next most chash of nation. God says, what Torah did you learn? You learned Shal Tzitzvah Avnei Nezer. You learned Shal Tzitzvah Tzitzel Yezer. You learned Echveis. You learned Chsam Soifer. What did you learn already? No, Persia says. We made a lot of bridges and we waged a lot of wars and we did it all for Israel to learn Torah. So Hashem said, oh, you liar. Um, he said, no. He says, you fools! Shaitim! You did it for yourself. Comes the Briskarov. And the Briskarov asks a simple question. Was Rome so fickle? Was Rome so sinister? That they could stand before God with a straight face and said, Yeah, we built the Colosseum so that the Jewish people should learn Torah. 
Yeah, we uh, made uh, the bathhouses so that the Jewish people could learn Torah. How do they have the chutzpah to say such an open lie? Well, they're not, they're not our cousins from the Bnei Hagar. You know, how do they have such the audacity to lie like this? Um, and this is, says Abriskarov, this is in the future when all the Ummah Yisraelim already know the truth and they mock the MS. There's no makayim l'sheker then. Eich al daitam litan sheker lefanov. And they said, we only did it only so that the Jewish people should learn Torah, as if that's the only reason. How could they lie before God in such an open, overt fashion? And um, our Rashiva, Rav Hanach Bracha, asks, why does God say to them, you fools, that's not, he should say you liars. He doesn't call them liars. And the answer is because they're not lying. And this is exactly what the Gemara Nivamas has taught us. Whatever the nations of the world do is only for Klal Yisrael. Whatever they build, whatever they construct, whatever they plan, every war they make, every bridge they build is only for the Tachlis that Klal Yisrael should learn Torah. And therefore, that will all become clear. And therefore, the nations say with absolute sincerity and uh, je- uh, and genuineness and faithfulness, God Almighty, now in the end of the days, we see how you orchestrated that everything we did was to enable the Jewish people to learn Torah, so we want to be rewarded. And God doesn't say you're a liar. God said you're a fool. That's not what your kavana was. That wasn't your intention. And if that wasn't your intention, you ain't getting no reward. The answer, says the Briskarab, is There's no falsehood at all. And whatever they claim is true. God is not saying they're lying. God is saying they're shoitim, not shakranim. And the explanation is that in the beginning of the Bria, God created the world for Klal Yisrael and for the Torah. Like Rashi brings, Bereshis Baralikim Bishvil HaToyrah, Shenikras Reishis, Bishvil Yisrael, who are called Reishis Tuasa. So whatever happens and transpires and takes place in the world, from the beginning of creation until the end of all the generations, is only for one purpose, that Klal Yisrael can be Oisek in Torah. Just like Bereshis Baralikim Bishvil Yisrael, Shenikras Reishis, Bishvil Torah, Shenikras Reishis, Everything that transpires in the world is only to enable and to facilitate Klal Yisrael's learning of Torah. And even though the earth was given to man and each person could do whatever they want, it's not a Hefker world. Nothing that takes place in this world is for any other reason other than for the Klal Yisrael to learn Torah. As the Rambam says in his Hakdam to Perish Hamishnayis, it's possible someone will build a beautiful palace and that palace will be there so that one time in the end of days someone will pass through who's a chassid and he'll need the shade of the palace to be able to learn Torah. Everything in this world is to enable Klal Yisrael to learn Torah. 
and all the stores they make, and all the bridges they build, and all the bathhouses they construct, is letachlis that Klai Yisrael should be able to be engaged in learning Torah. There's nothing that's not for this tachlis. But we don't know what the, we don't see the tachlis, but where the truth will become revealed, and the world will become full of knowledge, then this calculation will become evident why they did everything. And the Umar Sa'ilam will say and realize and recognize, yeah, in fact, we waged World War I, World War II, the Korean War, the Vietnam War, the Six-Day War, it's all so that we could build and facilitate and enable and somehow have a role in Klai Yisrael's learning of Torah. And they're going to say, Rebbe Nishlam, now that we see we did it for that, we want to be rewarded. And Hashem says, you're not a liar, but you're a fool that you think you can be rewarded. You did it for yourself. So I'll ask you. So what they did it for themselves? But at the end of the day, they helped us out. Apparently it's like having negative kavana. What happened and what I brought about through your actions, that's my cheshben. But you were doing it for yourselves and therefore you don't get any reward. So this is an illustration of the idea. Who Hashem Eloikeinu. He is Hashem our God. And in that capacity, Bechol Haaretz Mishpatav. Everything that transpires in the world is in the capacity of Hashem Eloikeinu. One last idea from the Sefer Siach Yitzchak, Rabbi Yitzchak Meltzen. He uh, has an interesting uh, teaching here. And that is, he says, Klal Yisrael has two milas. One, because of our yichos, from the Avais. And the second one is, we're, one is, we're Zera Yisrael, our yichos. And the other one is, we're Bechirav. God selected us. Ki ba b'char Hashem alekecha, to be his am segula. Ki me'avas Hashem eschem, u'mishamra yasashvu asher nishbal avisecha, these are two different concepts. Why did God select us? Why did God pick us? He says, You don't love someone or choose someone without any reason. Now if you're going to say it's because of our righteousness, the Pasuk says, but if it's not because of our righteousness, so then why did God pick us? Interesting question. Why did God select us? You can't say it's because of our merit, because God says it's not because of your merit. So what is it because? The Ramban explains. God selected us from all the nations that to be a segula and a nachala. Bechira means, I want you and not someone else. Ki me'avas Hashem eschem b'achar b'achem sharaya eschem ruyim l'sayv l'fanav v'nevcharm l'ava yoyz mikol amim. The Ramban says, God loves you because you've displayed you're more worthy of being loved. But it doesn't say the reason. Ki ha'nevchar l'oyhev hayadua one is selected by a lover 
if he knows that the one who he loves can suffer and tolerate his love no matter what. The faithfulness. The reason why God selected us is because of our tenacity. That Klal Yisrael has the ability to say, O Yehudi, O Yitzalov. Either we are Jew, when we're put to the ultimate test of either denounce your Judaism or you're going to be killed, we say, either a Jew or kill me. The reason why God picked the Jew, it's not because we're more righteous, more honest, more kind-hearted. The Siach Yitzchak says the reason God selected us is because through thick or through thin, no matter what, we're willing to give up our life and either kill me or I have to be a Jew. And if God sees His love for us is something that we will never give up on, that makes us worthy of being B'nai Yaakov Bechirav. So this is the concept. Bechal Ha'aretz Mishpatav in the whole world are His judgments in the venue, in the guise of Hu Hashem The second most important principle in the Torah. But nobody asked me the, the most important question. What's the first? Thank you very much. There you go. This is the second most important principle in the Torah. That everything Hashem does is for Klal Yisrael. What's the most important principle in the Torah? The most important principle in the Torah is God created the world. Ex nihilo. Yesh me'ayim. Creation of the world. That God created the world. The first the most important principle in the Torah is creation ex nihilo. The second most important principle in the Torah is God's interest is only in the Jewish people. Marv Rabbi have a wonderful Shabbos, Agun Chodesh, and a wonderful Shabbos Rosh Chodesh, and not only a regular Shabbos Rosh Chodesh, but a wonderful Shabbos Rosh Chodesh Adar. Shabbos.